what up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic is the rocket and the brew. Will that be the fuel? And I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, the legendary brew crew. What's going on, fellas? Lou Belgium. Rob what is G. going on? Everyone. Yeah, yeah, we are down a minute today. Shout out to yo. Uh, What's up, man? But, we, but the show must go on. <laughs> any, any chance, any that chance was a Hamilton spiel. His Hamilton piece. Any What's chance to get. That was your Hamilton piece. The show must go on. Oh, that's like um Queen or something. <laughs> I just I think anytime any chance you get to sing, you like Queen, then take it. I was Look, giving you Hamilton. Any chance he gets to sing, he'll take it. That's that's yeah, what it all boils down to. Absolutely. Sure. Um, this is uh episode 93 of Bruising and Banter Podcast. It it is volume 25 of our social distance series. So that means we do have an illustrious guest, as if we were Jesus Marrow, but we do have one today, <laughs> and we may have two more later. We'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe not. Right. Uh, Stay tuned. We do want to welcome our first guest, Hannah, to the podcast. Hannah, she's welcome, a- welcome, welcome. Thank you. Brewer. Hi, everybody. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, raise the glass. Raise the glass. She's a brewer and a winemaker. And she, if you put on IG, you can follow her at 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 Dope the Brand. That's right, right? Yeah. Dope the Brand. That's me, okay. Dope the Brand. Yes. Want to make sure I, I said it correctly. I was about to say, uh, even though at Dope the Brand is the, I was right. confused. No, never <laughs> right. mind. <laughs> uh, like I said, this is episode ninety-three of Bruising Banter Podcast. And um, but before we get all into everything, you know we how we always have to start the show. We want to know what everybody is drinking. So, what is everybody drinking today? We always start with our guests. Uh, so, uh, Anna, what are you drinking today? I'm actually drinking uh, one of the beers from the brewery. I work at Modern Methods. I'm drinking our pumpkin ale. We mm. call it like Aunt Lizzie. Mm. It's like 5.7%. So, mm-hmm. and yes, I did put a cinnamon sugar rim on my glass. <laughs> oh, you fancy. Uh, that. You fancy. Oh, yeah. Anna is fancy. It's really good with like these type of beers, the pumpkin beers and Christmas ales, if you like those cinnamon like, sugar rim kind of brings brings out the, the, all the flavors and spices in them. So that sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Dev, you can ask uh go tell us what you're drinking today. Oh nice. I am drinking um this beautiful grapefruit nectar Indian pale ale with natural grapefruit juice. This is uh from RAR. This is a uh, out of uh, this are they? Yeah, they Merlin. They Merlin. Uh, yeah, Cambridge, so. Merlin. Yeah, uh, yeah, so Cambridge, so, yeah, yeah, Cambridge, Merlin. Um, um, it's delicious, man. This one is a hopping, whopping seven point four percent. Um, everything about this beer is delicious. So, I'm have gonna, you tried it yet, Dev? Yes. I'm is it, uh, what what is grapefruit nectar? Grapefruit nectar, I think, is probably just the you know, just the just the flavor. I don't know, just the juice, the natural juice they use up in there. I don't know. Yeah, it's like straight from the, straight from the neck. <laughs> oh, don't you dare! Don't. <laughs> straight from the neck. Straight from the neck. That's not what nectar means, ladies and gentlemen. Just God, no. <laughs> you guys believe everything Devin says, right? Squeeze. But it. That, sounds, that sounds that sounds like it smells delicious, Dev. 
I know. I know how you feel about it. Yeah, I bet um, you it smells real good. But the uh, you can see the, the the color in there. You can see um, not really any representation of the grapefruit, but you definitely taste the grapefruit in every sip. Mm. So ask me another, Rob. It looked like a commercial. <laughs> yes. I went to uh, one of our old-timey favorites, uh, Rogue. They're oh, out of uh, Oregon. And this is the Marion Berry Sour. When I first mm -hmm. purchased it, I thought Marion Berry in the D.C., Washington, D.C. likeness. Uh, but it is not. Actually, Marion Berry is a type of blueberry that is uh, produced out of Oregon in uh, Oregon State University Labs. And it's uh, a sour. It tastes pretty goddamn good to me. Uh, okay. This is what it looks like. And uh, there you go. Purplish because uh, Marion Berries are purple. So there yeah. you go. Uh, pass me another. It is at what is the percentage here? Six point five percent. It has five right. IBUs, and like I said, it's uh the Marion Berries come straight from Oregon, right down the street from Rogue. So nice. this is local to them. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, Rob G. Yes, sir. While we waiting on these black brew babes, what are you drinking on, sir? I'm glad you asked, Lou. Um, I am drinking from Treehouse Brewing. I am drinking Curious Curiosity 100. Mm. It's a trip. It's a, a double IPA. Mm -hmm. Is the uh, the can it is a 8.4 uh, alcohol by volume. It's uh, brewed in obviously Massachusetts. Uh, that is where uh, brew top, uh, Treehouse is. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a, I think, one of the more experimental uh, brews they, they do. Mm -hmm. um, but I haven't tasted yet, so let me, uh, let me get there. It what is delicious. The What's it look like? What it look like, Rob? Oh, it's a uh, it? nice. Uh, oh, that thing is mm -hmm. perfect. Thing is perfect. We are here to talk to. Uh, uh, black women in craft beer, and so we will we'll get into uh, um, Hannah, and she can actually go into her bio, and if the the other young ladies come in, we'll we'll get them on as well. So uh, sounds welcome good. Again, Hannah, welcome, yeah. welcome. Thank, Thank you very much for coming on. Appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, uh, the floor is yours. Ah, okay. So I guess my story is kind of like odd. Um, I obviously was just a fan of craft beer just started drinking it probably maybe less than 10 years ago started drinking beer um but for like the past 10 years i've been a home winemaker cider maker uh so kind of like just my curiosity i just wanted to learn more about the process of beer because not knowing how beer was made i didn't know much about it i just know kind of the styles that i like different things like that. So um, the brewery that I currently work at, they uh, they were in the process of opening up. And so I met the owner at an event for a local nonprofit in town. And we were just talking. I handed him like my business card. I was like, hey, if you guys ever just need help, just let me know. I really want to learn about it. So a couple of times I, he actually reached out and said, hey, um, we need, we are doing like a double brew day today. Would you like to come in, check it out? You want to help? Different things like that. So I did that a few times. And then one day he just gave me a call and was like, hey, we need a, another brewer. Our, um, 
our brewer that we had, our assistant brewer that we had, he was moving to Nashville with when they closed the GM plant here in Lordstown in Ohio. Uh, they were moving him to Nashville. And I was like, sure, why not? You know, so I was like, I had fun doing that. And I kind of asked my boss at the time, like, why me? I have no brewing background. I've never homebrewed, anything like that. And he was just like, he just liked the fact that I kind of knew about the fermentation process, but he liked the fact that I came from a wine background. Um, and then also that I was kind of new to the slate that he wouldn't have to, I wouldn't have to like press on to like, or say, why aren't you doing this? So, like they could actually teach me and show me in a sense the way of the, the craft beer. So that's kind of how I do it. I've done it. I've been uh, doing it for the past two years now. Um, I've been the assistant brewer at Modern Methods. And just like also with that, just trying to promote like, you know, wine, more diversity in craft beer. Uh, I'm actually the only black female brewer in the state of Ohio. So... Uh -huh. Yeah, so that's kind of like it's a cool thing. And, it's yeah. it definitely <laughs> is. Making, are you the are you the first or currently just the only? I don't know if I'm the first or not, but the people definitely that right. we've asked, uh, no one knows of any. Wow! Uh, Congratulations. So, that's that's brown. So you are a Black History uh, quiz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had you on in February. Yeah. <laughs> so this is kind of cool. And so when I go different places or visit different breweries. I usually sometimes reach out to them ahead of time. Like, hey, I'm kind of like in the industry, and sometimes they're there. I can just get tours and different things like that, just mm -hmm. to kind of just make those connections with different yeah. breweries. But like that's pretty much like my journey. Is just I don't know. I just I love the fact that it's different. I love the fact that everybody is kind of surprised when I say what I do, especially like my background. My background is like higher education. I've worked in high schools. I have my MBA. So they're mm -hmm. like. So you go from working in colleges and with kids and in high schools and you're brewing beer. I'm like, yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what, um, Hannah, what uh, you said ten years ago is when your craft beer journey started. What was the beer and what what changed your mind? Uh, it was funny. It I the first beer probably that I truly liked that I would get consistently was Blue Moon. <laughs> so yeah, definitely heard that. Yep. Yeah, so that was my true transition into beer because I was just like, oh, you got Blue Moon. So then I learned when I started to learn about beers, I was like, oh, my style are like wit beers, wheat beers. I like that citrusy taste. So um, so that's kind of like truly like my start to beer. Like I've had like I went to Kent State is a cart party town. So I've had beer, but, you know, it's like your college budget. So it was never like. Yeah. Like you would never see me go out and get me a twenty-four pack of Bush or whatever like that. I would never do. But if it was there in a keg, you drinking it? I'm drinking it. That's what we're doing. But I never considered myself like a beer drinker, like um, in my college years. But but yeah. So like now, it's like I've seen in the past two years since working there how my palate has progressed. Because if I was on this podcast last year this time. You would laugh at me because I was like, I hated IPAs. I did not <laughs> like IPAs, and now we're gonna turn. You gonna turn Lou? You gonna turn Lou? Yeah, now no, my no, beverage is like hazies, West Coast yes. style mm -hmm. IPAs. Like I, it's like probably haze more hazies than doubles than West Coast style. So that is actually dope. <laughs> Thank you. So Hannah, I got a question. Just mm -hmm. as, you, as you mentioned in your story, uh, you came into brew uh as green and that's great uh 
so they and they like the fact that you um had a background knowledge in wine um making um how would you say how steep was the learning curve just to kind of you know uh you know just kind of merge the two worlds and what similarities did you um find or or, or learn the you know it honestly is completely different okay. it's i when i when you say green is true because i'm thinking i'm coming in there i'm like oh wait a minute we cook there i was because really <laughs> with like wine is literally you get the juice you add the yeast you kill the yeast and you just wait pretty yeah. much you it's a waiting game yeah. beer you know you're coming in there and it's uh it's hot straight from then it's more and um i said i told someone before i went from with wine and cider or just mainly wine not even cider with wine you have to have patience mm -hmm. with beer you have to pay attention mm. uh because everything is truly scientific it's like to us we treat our water every time we brew beer because we have to make sure our ph balance is the it's same the water we test our water too like every so many months in case the county has changed something different in, in the, how they treat the water Okay. Uh, like the timing, like everything is okay. like, I can't be like, la, 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 just like how I would with wine. I'm like, oh, let me check this. Let like, me, hands. you know, transfer it like here every couple months. So that's where I, that was like my learning curve. It was just like, hey, I really have to pay attention. You have to follow this recipe. Like literally your water that you start off with can't be two inches more than what the recipe calls for because that will change the whole balance of the beer. Mm -hmm. So um, that kind of, you know, helped me like, that's the difference that I learned with that. And then it's just like, I always tell people, they were, they almost asked me, what do you like to do more? I was like, I guess I'm still the type of person. I'm like, I'm patient, but it's like sometimes with the beer, my anxiety goes up because like, <laughs> I like, I'm like, wait a minute. I get, especially if you, how our system is completely different than a lot of people's. We are on a more manual system. We like to joke around that we brew on the Ohio's largest trash cans. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, a, it's down to like, we got to keep our flame controlled. Okay. We don't want to stick the mash because it can go from a eight hour day to a 15, 12 hour day if something, yeah. you know, messes up. But that's kind of like what you learn, like if, especially coming in there. And like I said, I didn't know the process at all. Yeah. So knowing like, I like I said, I didn't even know you had to cook beer. I just thought right. it was just like, hey, you just put it in a fermenter like you do wine and just right. wait. So yeah. Speaking of cooking beer, and I, I don't know, I don't think I've ever even asked a, uh, any brewer this question: Is there a such thing as like burning or overcooking or like just over, yeah, overcooking beer? Is that possible? Um, it w we wouldn't probably say overcooking it, but you uh -huh. can burn or stick the mash. The mash okay. is where all the grain is. Okay. It's usually the it's usually you kind of just let it. It's usually like forty five minutes to an hour that you mash before you transfer out into like the um, to the fermenters. Mm -hmm. So, but you can stick it in it, and that's if your flame is too high or anything like right. that. So you can do that, and then you can also overboil a beer when you get the, if you're again if your flame or your temperature is too high when you're boiling that can change that can change your ab your abv of the beer right. usually when you get the higher abvs and like stouts or porters or something like that you boil longer you may boil like sometimes you may see even certain ipas you may see like a 90 minute ipa 120 minute ipa different things like that right. okay. that's literally how long you boil typically our ipas are like an hour 
and okay. you're done. But if you want that higher ABV, you oh. 90 minutes or more. Uh, uh, you, so in the same vein, Hannah, a lower ABV, you boil less? It would probably still be an hour, but okay. you won't boil as hard. And okay. so it's just using all that and mm-hmm. ingredients and all that taking take it or taking into yeah. account. Gotcha. So that's when you try the uh, maybe not you, Louis, you try a IPA that says like it was a 90 <laughs> minute, it was 120 minute, or sometimes I think it's like dogfish head or, yeah. or something like that who uh-huh. has those. You can truly taste the difference. And I know like when we want to do a, a higher ABV stout. We'll be like, I'm like, oh, here we go, 90 minute boil or something mm-hmm. like that, like mm-hmm. you know. So, but yeah, yeah. So, look, Hannah, we're gonna we're gonna have a short, very short therapy session. Why do you think? Oh, hold on, hold on. Before you do okay, that, uh, uh, that, we want to because they are moving. So, I mean, they are hey, live. Hey, hey, ladies, welcome, 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 <laughs> uh, welcome, so Ali and, and John. I want to welcome the black. Rude Babes to the podcast. So how are you? Welcome. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear much of when you guys were frozen. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure which name yet or is which, but you repping that Dallas shirt. That's all I got to say. Like, you win. You win. That's probably why she having problems. That's exactly why that Wi-Fi would mess up. Hear, that. Mm-hmm. They, they are definitely that, Eagle fans. That's why a Wi-Fi broke like uh, Dak Ankle. No, sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's low. You should have said it cracked like Jerry Jones's face. Yeah, uh, that I'm just <laughs> I love Dak. I'm just messing up. <laughs> yeah, it's the Cowboys that we have a problem with. Right. Thanks for, thanks for making this socially awkward, Rob. <laughs> you well, just ladies, told me distant into a completely different level. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. That's what I'm here for. Turn it up a notch. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but we want to welcome you to the podcast as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if y'all drinking beer today. If you are, what are you drinking? Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can see it. Uh huh. Beaumont. Yeah, definitely a new brewery here in Atlanta. Um, they also have a, a restaurant. The food is amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they're in you know, like West Midtown area kind of sort of. Okay. Yeah, Steadyhand, Atlanta, Blue, and they're all in the same. Oh, they just popping up everywhere down there. Yeah. What um, what style is that, ladies? It's a quad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Jeez, it's so a 9.7. Yes, he did. But I think, I think they're sharing it, though, so they might be all right. <laughs> I don't know. You rob your Hey. Woo. You don't I, know I, anybody. I mean, this this 8.4 right here, I'm drinking, is starting to get me sweaty. I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> I got you. Um, all right. I'm, I'm sorry. Go back, back to you, Um. Damn, Rob, you might have made me lose my train of thought. It's like, no. No, I said we're going to have a quick therapy session real quick with uh, on, on Lou, you know, in the whole IPA. But we won't be long. We won't belabor it. Okay. What, what, do you, what do you think um, or what have you found being a brewer and just kind of polling people that, that, that have kind of this, um, this, um, this, 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 this that, that makes IPAs jarring to some? And, and and not to others like routinely like what have you what kind of feedback do you get for people that are just totally you know just kind of opposed to IPA 
Uh, I think it's sometimes that people is the bitterness is the the IBUs of the beer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I think like the Blue Moon and like the hazies are well. The Blue Moon is not even an IPA, so I'm right, sorry. Right, right. Uh, but I think like the hazies and the juicy like New England style IPAs help people transition. Uh-huh. Um, I always try. I'm. I try to convert. Like a lot of my friends are not beer drinkers, mm-hmm. so but they are open to it because of the fact that this is what I do. This is a passion of mine. Right. So right. I can't truly introduce them to sours because I'm not a sour fan. So it's like some people say you transition people with a sour or something like that. But I always I introduce them to a New England style. And I'm okay. like, hey, try this. Okay. And then I might even give them a surprise. I might give them a double IPA because you would think a double IPA is be more bitter, be more bitter than right. it's not. not. So then I'm like, yo, here, try this double IPA. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, that's not bad. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, so I transitioned that way. But it's still like, it's new to them. Because when you, I often think when us as Black people or African-Americans, when we think of beer, we think of what we grew up seeing people drink, like a yeah. 40, a Coke, you yeah. know, something like that. Yeah. And I'm, I tell people, I was like, when you hear the word craft, that's truly what it is. Is mm-hmm. someone's craft, someone's baby, someone's like recipe, like your grandmother's sweet potato pie or like mm-hmm. you know, red velvet cake. It's mm-hmm. someone's craft that they put into it and that hard work to get it to not be that negative stereotype that we're used to. So mm-hmm. when people like I said, I invite friends to like tastings or come out to my brewery or I'm going to this brewery. Um, come here and try it, and surprisingly, they end up liking something, even if it's a sour. And I'm just like, hey, just test your palate out, get a flight. So, yeah, me, I welcome flights all the time. I was like, mm-hmm. that's a true helper to you. You're not investing seven, six, seven dollars in one beer that you may not like, but you will invest in like maybe four or five ounce pours that you may like one out of. So, yeah. Come on, Lou. Just try. Hey, oh, I'll try them all. I'll try them all. I don't like them. That's that's <laughs> just, just it. Like, just if, it. if you say if yeah. if Hannah, Hannah, you're the brewer. So if you uh-huh. come up to me and he's like, "I got this IPA, Lou. I think you'll like. It. I want you to try. It. I'm going to try it. Uh-huh. You can't make me like it. Yeah, I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> just because you gave it to me, I'm not yeah. like, oh, you know what? I like it. And then turn around uh-huh. and I'm like, this shit is trash. Like, <laughs> you don't like any not milkshake. I've had a, I've had a, I've had a like a lactose and a milkshake that I both I enjoy both of those. Mm-hmm. But to for nah, no, no. Yeah. Give me a sour. Give me a sour. No you would go back and buy. Right. I'm a, yeah. like I be, when I first when I first came into this, like I had I was a Yingling and a Heineken drinker, and I didn't like that. So I'm in the journey, like I'm in the journey of trying to find yeah. the beer that I like. And right now, like I've always grown up on Kool-Aid and sweet tea. So yeah. I like goat <laughs> and sours. Like yeah. the sweeter, fruitier beers is what I'm into. Uh so that's where I'm going. And I but yeah. I'll taste, I'll taste anything. I'll I'll try it all. Uh-huh. But yeah, IPAs right now smell great. Like they are the best smelling beers in the world, but they don't taste like they and smell you're like credit. <laughs> Yeah, they, yeah, they get the credit. They yeah. they they smell delicious. Their aromas are all awesome, but they not good, man. They just not good. Okay. Um, all right. 
<laughs> Hold on, Black Brew Babes um are asking question. Quick, quick reference. Give me, give me names so I know. Because I'm about to call her cowboy. Yeah, I can call, I can call her cowgirl. And just call, call her down. Just call her down. Yeah, we can do whatever. But what's your, what's your, the yeah, name what are your names? I'm Allie. Shana. Nice to meet you, Allie. And what's that? Aishana. Aishana. That's good. Aishana. That's nice. Aishana. Allie and Aishana. Awesome. Okay. So you were asking a question, Allie, though, right? I think. Asking if Blue has ever tried any beers from Wiley. Uh, I think they're good transition beers into like the IPA family. Sometimes it don't matter. I'll try it, but it, it don't. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I give everything a chance. Come. Like prove it to me. Like change my mind. Like come on, Allie, If you could come closer <laughs> to the mic, we could hear Ashana good, but we couldn't hear you really as much. Now, right, so now Luke. Like, yeah, well, I'm just loud. <laughs> 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 they have really, really good IPAs. Okay. They have the Alpha. Abstraction series. I think you're on like number. I'm gonna 30. send you. I'm gonna send you some money. I'm gonna send you some money. So <laughs> mail, mail me something this week. That's all. <laughs> yeah. The really juicy and smooth. You would never know that they're like eight or ten percent. Okay. Oh, I'm down. I look, I'm down to try it all. Change my mind. Make. Let me get on here and say I like an IPA. I yeah. need some. I need some too. <laughs> <laughs> right. <so. laughs> let me that cash up. <laughs> right. Right. Um, hey Lou, you do like uh, Survivor's IPA, don't you? Yes, I mean it's an IPA. Then, I'm just not then, sure what you're then, then all right, those uh, deals. I try uh, to play. Um, that's good. Uh, that's funny. Uh, you're not well, you're not taking any photos. You're not taking any photos with it in your can or doing any commercials for. Sorry, right. Uh, he is, though. <laughs> I did a I did a commercial for the fest, not for the the actual beer. Got you. Uh, okay. Well, I thought yeah. there was asking about that. Um, it was right. in there. That's when Yoda Yoda spoke a lot about the beer. <laughs> I said the fest was uh, great. Yeah, all right. it was a great fest. Oh, well, while we are talking to Ali and Aishana, well, I guess we can uh, get <laughs> into a little bit of your uh, your bio as well, and then, and then we can uh, get this round robin questions going on back to Hannah and back to the Black Brew Babes as well. So, uh, once again, well, before you start, you, Rob, if, if you ladies have any questions, feel free. It's a free flowing thing, so feel free to ask whoever you want. I think I think they already figured that out. They already asked questions. <laughs> Look, you never know, man. Some people just be quiet. You never know. Right. If they asked you, have you ever had wild They asked beef? me. They didn't ask Hannah. They didn't ask Hannah anything. Uh, Shut up. Uh, Shut up. Uh, just, just let them talk. Be quiet. Don't right. take it too far all the time. All right. Well, welcome. <laughs> yes, welcome. So how are you ladies doing? And, and who are the Black Brew Babe? You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're the Black Blue Bags. We live here in Atlanta. Um, I mean, we just have a passion for beer and the different styles and trying different things. Like when we first got into, um, well, I've been in the drinking craft beer maybe since about 2015, 2016. But I mean, prior to that, I drank trash beer. Um, trash beer. <laughs> 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 um, how long have you been drinking coffee? Um, maybe like 2011. Okay, you a okay. vet. You a vet in the game. My college yeah. kind of just kind of scooped me in, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Everybody started in college. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man, that just seemed like a natural transition. Yeah. I don't think when I was in college, craft beer was 
a thing. But how so, about beer in general for you, Hannah? Like just beer. Like you said, beer, beer was always yeah. Yeah, was always always there. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. When I was in college, craft beer wasn't a thing because I'm yeah. old, but <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Yingling, Yingling was the closest thing back then. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like what you could afford. You just gotta think of college student yep, budget. Yep. If you could get a 24, 24 pack of beer for under ten dollars. You're that was craft. The, like yeah. you said earlier, the craft is in the person. Yeah. I crafted this money to get yeah. $8. But I started off with box wine, too. So, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some, some box wine. That, that is, is that that ain't bad. Hey, some box bad. wine is not slick. Pull, pull that spout out. You're, it's all good. <laughs> you're all good. It's all look, good. You probably take, look, you probably take that uh that foil bag out of the box when you get down to the last bit and give it that and good sure rest. the rest out. Yes. yes. <laughs> Every penny matters in college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah shout out to Still Reserve. No, I'm just joking. I never paid Still Reserve. <laughs> to 11. <laughs> to 11. It's still like a dollar. It's still a dollar for 20 ounces. That never changed. <laughs> but it was like, uh, probably like last summer, one of my friends, she never had Old English before. And I really couldn't say I ever had one. And we went, we literally stopped what we were doing. We went to the store and got a 40 ounce, but it's not a 40 anymore. It's like a 42 ounce plastic bottle. So it wasn't a true experience like back in the day. It's like a glass (laughs) bottle. Uh And we actually like probably had like little tasting glass and we drank. We were like, this is actually good. Like it's good. I like it. But we're like, like, none of us was like, we're not drinking this whole thing because you will wake up with the worst hangover ever. I can believe it. I left it at that sip. You know, I, I, think, either, so. <laughs> I, I think there's some uh, some science behind bottle versus can. I don't know that to be true, but I tend to enjoy like the malt beers and, and even like the old English and stuff. I would always buy Modelo, the OEs and stuff. I would all the Corona. I would buy that and can because I felt like when I crack it, it was it was super fresh. It would always give me yeah. that nice, chill, cold, you know, taste that I was, you know, looking for. Like when somebody cracks like a Pepsi or or that, you know, that, you know, that same cold. We call it, I call it cold blue. So do you guys, um, what's you guys experience been versus bottle versus can? Any um, any feedback, any comment on that? I think there, there are certain brands that I would prefer in a bottle than I would in a can. Okay. Be just because of what you said, but some of them are actually to me taste better from the bottle than okay. the can. So I think sometimes it just kind of varies on like where I'm at too. Sometimes. Okay. Mm. Is I, it also your mood too? <laughs> My mood. Yeah. Mm, what I want to look like while I'm out. <laughs> hey, <laughs> right. Yeah, it could be that. That's that. true. That's true. Right. Yeah, I have to agree too. It depends on the brand. Of mm. beer and where you know, like to me, I would I think the Corona in a bottle tastes better than a Corona yes. in a can. But Corona yeah. in general is probably a crappy beer anyway. So, but when <laughs> I'm out and if I'm at that only bar spot that does not have craft beer, I'll get a Corona. But me, I add grenadine to it. So it's yeah, like, <laughs> and I was like, and everybody's like, "What you drinking?" I'm like, "A Corona with grenadine." Like, yep. don't give me the lime. You when you in, when you in a bar or a club and you got a grenadine and you a single man, you put a little grenadine in your Corona, you get a lot of ladies talking to you. Right, it works. It works. Do you do? It? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah, take my word for it, or, or go and do it this weekend. 
Right. Uh, well, you know, I'm you, not a single man, so I can't do it this weekend. You can still you can still do it. You don't have to get the number. You can still do it. Right. Uh, you know the law of attraction. It comes. It always comes in 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 drones when you are taken. There you go. There you go, Dev. Oh, I find that to be a scientific fact. <laughs> like people oh, yeah, hit on me all a, the time. All the time. <laughs> they hit on me well, every that's day. A, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a diff, that's a different topic because that's more about. They see that you're not afraid of commitment because they see the ring on your finger. That's two different. Not, nah, nah, grenadine in a Corona bottle is is intriguing. I've had it makes you want it makes you want to ask a question. Makes someone what's okay. going on over there? That hey, hey, baby, come on, talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Come over and talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I typically I typically don't I typically don't drink with my left hand, so a lot of times they don't even know that first. You know. Right hand, you know, I'm I'm sipping I'm single in my right hand. Dark, you know, <laughs> I don't know none of that yet until they ask me about my bio and my background. Uh, all right. Speaking of uh, speaking, let's get that focus. Speaking on bio and background, black brew babes. Uh, is it just the two of you guys in in Atlanta? Are you a movement? What is the the purpose? Like, tell me more about what you guys are here for. That sounded bad, but that's not what I meant. I meant that better. I meant it much better. Yeah, why are you here? Why are you here? Yeah, I meant it much Sorry about that. Um, it just started from us having like, a love for beer. And then are you guys like best friends or sisters or whatever? Oh, girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. That's my part. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. What's um, that song? I forget. That's my, that's my, that's my, yeah. I forget how it goes. I don't even know. What? Don't, yeah, you should, you should have got that before you started. Do that, do that one more time. I think yeah, I had we it. We're going to play that clip later, too. We're going to play that. <laughs> what was that? I don't even know the name of the artist or the song. I just know that that's like something that they playing on the radio right now. I forget. I'll, I'll find the name of it though. What is the movement, Black Brew Babes, Devin? Right. <laughs> um, we just have like a really good eye. Uh, it started out like just having fun with like the very um, bringing out the um, ingredients that they probably use with the beer or like, the name of the beer, like Oreo ice cream or something of that nature. Um, we just really have like a strong eye for those kind of things. So we have to make it fun. Um, it opened up a lot of our friends into trying beer as well. So it's also a thing of getting people to open up their palates, as Hannah was saying earlier. And um, just to have fun with it. I mean, try it. You don't like it. Okay, cool. Try right. the next one. Um, and we've actually opened up like a lot of our friends and family to a lot of different beer. Like my younger sister, now she comes out to beer events with us and texts pictures. What should I try? I'm at Whole Foods. What should I get? You know, right. those kind of things make us truly excited for like what we're doing and what we are bringing to the table, especially being um, black women, gay, like. All of that, you know. So, yeah. um, I think it's going to spread the word. Honestly, like craft beer is not just uh, a white thing or whatever. Oh, you can say that out loud. We say that every week. We say that every week. <laughs> That's why you guys are here. That's why, yeah, yeah. why you're here. It's a it's a white male driven industry, and we're trying to you know change that. We're trying to bring as many black people with us as we can. And if we can influence more black women, especially, 
to join the movement. Just to, if you don't want to drink anything, but to show up in numbers and be there to support. I mean, it, it means a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. Now, now y'all were supposed, supposed to throw a, uh, a boat party right before COVID hit. Oh. Was, that, was that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was our one year um, anniversary of our brand. And um, we were going to have a boat, like beer, fun, food, photography, like all of that. And then COVID said, What's up? it's just postponed just postponed well yeah, yeah the two year two year we, uh, yeah. i'm gonna try to be yeah. there for that boat party right yeah. is this uh y'all still, y'all in atlanta is this like lake lake lanier yes yeah Don't. yeah i'm invite me too i'm waiting for my <laughs> invite too yeah i think all, we all got me invites now i'm there i love a reason yeah. to come to atlanta for sure, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Um, so actually, I guess I can open this up to everybody in terms of, in terms of your favorite uh, beer style. What, what currently is that? What is your favorite current beer style? Mm, good question. Outlover. Okay. It have season. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's well, up. Chocolate, season. chocolate, or coffee, or does it matter? I don't like coffee. The chocolate. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I kind of like a hybrid. Um, most of the time I like sours and then I've been getting more and more into IPAs, but now I'm like the sour IPAs. I'm really into those. I never even heard of that. That just kind of blew my mind. I, I would definitely try that. Yeah. I would definitely try that. Look, look, look at Hannah. Hannah. Hannah was holding back. <laughs> Say it again. New Belgium has a sour IPA. Oh, shout out to me. New Belgium. Yeah. You need to hit up the LQ. Yeah, Hannah, I'm gonna hit about you. Uh, I some mine kind of always it it will vary. Like right now, I would always say it usually it was like stout supporters, every like loggers, wit or wit beers, wheat beers, stuff. Now I have to say like hazy IPAs, stout supporters. But I'm I'm like you. Shauna stouts porters all year round. Yeah. I don't believe they should just be limited to winter. Uh, but uh, but yeah, like so if I go somewhere and someone someone was laughing, I went to we had a one of our local breweries here did their Black is Beautiful release, and I ordered and theirs was at a nice eleven percent. So mm. I ordered and they were serving it in I think a twelve ounce glass. So I ordered it and then I ordered their IPA. And then everyone's like, oh, you double fisted. I was like, no, I'm kind of just letting this stout warm up. So oh drink God. this, <laughs> warm up. Try, and try then your meditation. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so again, like right right now, the, this could be different a couple months later. It, I would be like a hazy IPA, New England style, stout porters, everything well, else. Well, sours, something. Are, sours are definitely last. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you said something interesting. Uh, you said you wait for the stout to warm up. Do you always prefer you? You too, Ashana, since you like stouts. Do you got ladies always prefer to be warm or room temperature, or is a cold one okay? I I prefer it to be to be warmer than straight out the fridge. So okay. I just feel like the flavor, especially if it's a pastry stout, all of the flavors come out a little bit more. Especially if the it's a okay. if it's a great stout. You can right. taste the different layers, and that's what you would hope to get when you drink a stout. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just get that malty or like the coffee okay. taste. Yeah. You want to be like, oh, I taste the chocolate, and then I taste the coffee, or vice mm-hmm. versa. So mm-hmm. 
I feel like if you just let it warm up, just even if you just let it warm up like five minutes, it makes a difference. And then uh, as you're sipping it, as you're drinking it, you're because you're not gonna drink it really fast like you right. would maybe an IPA or a lager or something like that. Would change over to twenty thirty minutes like, that you drink it. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I didn't even uh, think about that. We had fun telling people about that, and they was like, and they because we're like in a beer chat, which is how we met. Um, so we're in a beer chat yeah, and we talk about beer. We post different, you know, beers that we're drinking and things of that nature. And I told somebody because he was trying to style, and he's like, "This don't really taste like nothing." I thought it was going to be more flavors. Told him to like let it warm up on his second one. He came back in the chat like, "Wow, I, yeah. I, I didn't yeah. know." <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that, that's a real thing. Like, right. right. Yep. It's like funny things that you don't know, especially with Hefeweizen. So um, my boss Adam, who owns the brewery. Uh, he told me like our half of license in a can or whatever, and I was and I was pouring it out the can. I was like, "Why is this so crisp?" I was like, "This is," I was like, "This is not." I was like, "Did we do something wrong?" And he was like, he opened up another one. He poured it, kind of like not even halfway. Then he shook it up in the can and then poured the rest, and it got its beautiful wow. haze. And it's something I didn't know. Wow. He's like, he was like, "You can either do it that way when you're pouring it out a can or a bottle." Or you just turn the can or bottle upside down for a second before you open it. it back before you open it, and those are like little tidbits because, like, yeah. I was like, "Oh, this we messed this up." I was like, "How did we not get <laughs> the Hefeweizen look?" And do you guys put that on your cans? Like, no, we don't. That, we should. should have some instructions. Yeah, I would like to know that. I would because the the both of those things I would definitely I've never done. I never even I knew that it could be a difference, but I didn't know it was a difference that benefited the beer. Yeah. That, so that's good to know for sure. Oh, well, there you go. We learn yeah. something here every every week on the podcast. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> for sure. And then it makes that, you look good out in public. People are like, oh, you know what you're doing. Like, right. Like, right. You got so your certain paperwork is in, in order. Yeah. Especially when you go out, when people see me go like this or something like that, and I'm looking at it and then like smell it. They're like, what are you doing? And I was just like, I'm looking at the color of the style. I'm like, I want to smell the aroma. And then I taste it. And they're like, do you always do that? And I was like, I think I do. Except yeah. if I'm drinking it straight out the can or the bottle. I Right. Is that since the brewer, since you've been working at the brewery? Or have you been doing that like the last 10 years since you've been in craft beer? No, since I've been. So the past two years. Okay. I've learned okay. from some true home brewers. And mm -hmm. um, like. They are, I learned like, and then I've done a couple like homebrew competitions where I was a judge. I was like, y'all want me to be a judge? And then like, so I'm just like, okay, I'm learning. That's And that's part of how I learned too, just sitting on these panels as a judge and using like, again, like my taste profile and then some of the things I've learned about the different styles. So, well, Hannah, I have a, a, a special uh, debut for you since you uh, have been definitely giving out the, the hazy double IPAs. I uh, got that in my fridge. You do? Yes. Yes. So this is the LeBron Haze uh, out of uh, San Diego. All hail the king. California, Pariah <laughs> Brewing North, Company. Northeast Ohio, LeBron. Yes. 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 So uh, <laughs> this is coming in at a 7.5. I finished that uh, RAR. Um, IPA already. <laughs> it's one of them kind of days, so I'm about to uh, crack this one. And it's Lou. I'll give you some uh, love, Lou. Lou, as you said, you like to hear that special yes, crack. Sir. Yes, sir. Pie, so, yeah. there, it is, baby. Like there it is. So let's. Uh, let's see. 
Let's see what this color is looking like. Let's see. It's nice. Yeah. It, it actually changed. As you poured it, uh, the color got a little deeper. Mm -hmm. uh, it started out light, and then the color got a, a bit deeper. As you and this poured. is an IPA, Dev? Yeah. Double, double. Does LeBron know about this? Probably he, might, he might not. He may not. <laughs> he definitely does not know about this. He does not know about LeBron <laughs> Hayes. I'm somebody sure add, somebody add him. Yo. <laughs> Well, I'm sure they would have said all uh, half of proceeds go to I Promise School. That's true, bro. Right. Hey, you know, maybe I should reach out to him about yeah. that. Let's yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Well, that, that'd be connect. You'd be like, you'd be yeah. friends with LeBron forever now. Right. <laughs> and then if you friends with LeBron, Hannah, we friends with LeBron. So go yeah. ahead and do that. That's how it is. It's like yeah. we, joke, we joke around because there is, we joke around here in Youngstown. We say LeBron. Obviously, he was born, he was raised in Akron, but he was born in Youngstown. And he uh, went to like a Youngstown school. I don't know if it was like till first grade or something like that. But then, like, someone posted actually posted like, you you know, like one of their grade school <laughs> pictures. Yeah. We were laughing. We were just like, he needs to claim us. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. So, Yo, I'll give you a little tidbit, Hannah. Uh, Steph Curry was born there too. Where it? It was born in the same hospital because. Steph Curry's dad played for the Cavaliers around the time that Steph Curry was born. Look at that. What's his dad's no. first name? Dale. Dale. Same as same okay. as uh Wardale, excuse me. Okay. Wardale. 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 Yeah. Shorten that thing to Dale. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> you know who he named after that uncle or that grandpa he named after somebody. <laughs> I think he I, I want to say Steph is junior or or the third at the at the highest, but he wasn't. But he wasn't putting he that wasn't original. On yeah, there he, he oh no, his name is Wardell Stephan. Right, that's why yeah, they, we know him as Stephan. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's what I'm the name. Yeah, <laughs> he, he hated that. Oh, he, Steph, oh, oh Steph Curry, show Young Sound some love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as soon as he uh, could change his name to Steph, he started calling mm -hmm. himself Steph. Mm -hmm. I'm not, not little War. Like Lou, now it's for real, for real. Like going from the first IPA uh, by RAR with the great mm -hmm. factor, you would yeah. think that that would be a little bit more juicier. But this double haze right here, boy, or this fruit right here is way more fruitier, way more just everything about it. If you were, if you was next door, man, I'd be pouring it, pouring it. <laughs> well, and it, 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 I hope so. It's named after the goat, so it better be great. It better oh, be great, right? Oh hey, I, Rob, I like how you said that. I actually, yeah, he does that. He tried to do that every chance he gets. <laughs> I had to pull up a shirt because during my quarantine, I picked up a little like t-shirt making hobby during quarantine, uh -huh. and so I made a shirt with a is like a shape of a goat with number twenty three in it, uh -huh. and I wore it and I posted it on my page. My brother just sent me like. Like that eye emoji. He was like, really? You did a double entendre. Would you yes. put the goat with 23? Who are you talking about? Right. Who are you talking I, about? No, it was, I did it. Actually, I did it. I had to pull it out. I did it on a gold and purple shirt. I'm so, about to say, that, that's so what really that got you. You from Ohio, you should at least have the wine and the, the gold. But I did it. I, had, I, I, made, I made a couple. I made three shirts, actually, of his. Okay. I made okay. one with the wine and gold. I did one with red and black for um, Miami. And then I did this one, but since they were in the playoffs, I wore the Lakers colors. But I was like, I always tell people, I was like, I'm not, I don't have a favorite team or anything, but I will go wherever LeBron James. LeBron goes, yeah. Like, I, I will, 
I will go wherever he goes. So yeah, I stopped when he went to the Lakers. Oh, are you see, shaking your head? That's how you know. That's how you know it's bogus, though. That's how you know it's bogus. It's totally <laughs> off topic, but because <laughs> because they try to find any reason not to call him the goat, they'll say. He's the best career. Best career mean the goat. What the, the fuck goat. Are you talking about? <laughs> right. He had to. He had, his prime. His prime was longer, but Jordan had a better. Well, his prime is longer. They <laughs> right. said he's not the goat, but his career is better. He said, and one lady said, he's not the goat, but he's the uh, the greatest superstar. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? For he's goat? known for basketball. Listen, he's the goat. Listen, well, the way that, the way that the way that Mike changed the game. That's why I say he's the goat. But LeBron, bro, this. You can't be in your prime for 13 years. Like people's AI. careers ain't even 13 years long. I got my son's not, my son's not even 13. My son's not even nobody. My son's not even 13. And his has been the whole time. The whole time. The whole time. All right. Well, I, I digress. I'm sorry. Well, well I, did, I have a question for uh, Ali and I shot Ali. Um, um, and, well, because I think I have read somewhere because now I think because I try to do, but but you can do you consider yourself beer influencers? That that would Nice, Hannah. <laughs> there you go. So, so, um, so, so, what is uh, I guess, what does that space look like going forward in terms of like n- during COVID and not, and I guess after COVID, hopefully soon. Um, pre COVID, we when we started our brand, we made it a point to not show our faces. We wanted mm-hmm. to get out there first, so that was intentional. So we started okay. posting for weeks. Um, and it was probably maybe about two months before we even showed our faces. So we gained a lot of followers in the beginning, and everybody was just like, you know, it was already like the core of black women here in Atlanta who were drinking here, and they just had question after question. Who, who are black blue babes? Who are black blue babes? They were trying to figure out who they were, and then finally when we were build who we were, they were like, oh, like, they're not catfish. These are real black women who are here. Like, we need to connect with them. So, I mean, really, it's just building on top of that, like, having, like, a big movement of Black women um, drinking beer. And we're part of a collective called Craft Women Connect. Yeah, okay. Um, monthly. But um, really, the influence thing behind it, brands reach out to us. They're like, hey, we want you to try this out because, you know, your opinion does matter. And we even have, like, some homebrewers here in the Atlanta area. And they always reach out to us because, the main thing that they're on, they're like, you know, women were the first brewers. Your opinion was not you all because you all are moving into this industry like with a force. And if you like it, you know that other people are gonna like it. So I mean, we just had that big influence mm-hmm. on the industry. I mean, we just elated that everyone's been so welcoming, even yeah. though new into, you know, the the brewing industry, I guess you could say. All right. So, another question. This might be, I don't know, maybe too personal, but uh, y'all met in the, you said you met in the beer chat? Beer chat? Didn't even know that exists. So, first, it was another chat. (laughs) And she mentioned, somebody was like, oh, what are you guys doing tonight? Like, trying to spark conversation in the chat. And she was like, oh, I'm drinking beer. And someone, I think I asked her, I was like, you drink beer, beer, or like, I had to figure it out because I was already in the beer chat. So, um, and I couldn't bring in somebody else who was talking, but like, like, if you were 
what you were you were interviewing. Basically. <laughs> but not not to be her girl, to be in the chat, to be right. in the other like, chat. Look, we need to do some uh <laughs> we, need, we need to do some vetting. Let's do some vetting here. That makes sense because you that, yeah. that reflects on you. You can't bring people to that. Exactly. Like, what are you doing? Here? <laughs> this girl drink Bud Light. Get her out of here. Oh, we right. do some people like don't post that in here. Like right. I don't. It is the only thing that's around. You could tell us about it, but you don't right. post it in here. And um, we, I slid in her DMs asking her like, "Do you really drink beer?" Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I told her about the beer chat. Like, hey, it's a beer chat. You know, we talk about where we got the beer. Um, the ABB, the kind of, you know, if you like it or not, where'd you get it? You know, if people are interested more in it from the can or from, you know, the color profile of it or anything, then, you know, we'll have more conversation on it. Or we talk about beer events that are going on in different cities because we do meet up when we're in different cities because it's people from all over the world. So, like, next week I'm going to Cali. So I'm going to be like, hey, Cali people, anybody want to meet up, catch a beer, flight, whatever. So that's also been the plus of it. We've been able to meet so many different people across the world, especially when they come into Atlanta. They'll be like, oh, hey, in Atlanta for the weekend, what's going on? I'm going to be at the Porter. I'm going to be here. Like, where should I go? You know? So that's yeah. like the greatest thing, like from the beer chat. And then. Oh, so you seduced, <laughs> of, you seduced uh, it with beer, huh? Right. What, part Cali, what part of Cali are you going to be in? Um, I could maybe uh, uh, engage some folks. I'm going to be in San Diego, L.A., and Te- Temecula, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got people out there, but uh, some people on that in, in uh, more southern, they're, they're, they're out of town. They're in Aruba this weekend. But I, I we were in the- Salon. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. So. Yeah, well, oh, you got a uh, you got uh, a couple of people in San Diego. Brandon, folks Brandon. That, uh, Brandon, Leo, they all represent yeah. San Diego. Black Bear Travelers, right, Brandon? Yeah, yep. there you go. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she, she's people. seeing him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever he pops in, we end up seeing him there. Even if we don't even know that he's here, we end up seeing him at. Whatever beer event we're at, so yeah, because he's always in Atlanta. He's in Atlanta a yeah. lot. What flight prices the uh the San Diego looking like now nowadays? You know, <laughs> free, <laughs> right? Well, I tell you this from uh from Philly to uh San Francisco and Oakland, I was still looking at five hundred dollars. So I was like, ah. and my flight is eighty dollars round trip. Oh, oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> You need to drive to Atlanta and fly. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. From there. it's probably worth to Atlanta. drive to Atlanta, Philly, 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 Atlanta then uh, Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Atlanta was like the busiest uh, hub in the, in the world, I think. So maybe that's why. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have their own Delta Center, right? Yeah, um, I fly Delta no. too. I got them Delta points. No, no, <laughs> you are you, using. <laughs> No, I, fly, I, 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 I fly whoever has an $80 round trip. Yeah, right. <laughs> right like, you notice how nobody know. asked her who the airline was. No. I don't care. Because if, if it's spirit, I'm packing my backpack. No, I, don't, I, don't I, can. Spirit. No, I don't even do spirit. You can keep spirit. And I, and I, and I, no, I have not had a bad experience. I've flown them twice and did not have a bad experience. I did. Well, there you go. It's just, I, it's just I, the, it I might be the crew. Hey, I just made sure, like, my family, my family is very prayerful. I was like, right. you guys anoint me, right. pray over me, like, I will not, 
I put both my hands up. I put both my hands up. Everything. I will. I will not deter you, but I will. I am definitely concerned for people who fly spirit. There are one. There are clips out there if you uh, that that are on YouTube of people flying spirit, and they're like, "Yo, these pilots." Yo, they will find they will find air pockets that will plane into a self-in. They will find they will find every single one. And in my trip to Jamaica, thank you, my wife, for my 40th. But that experience on spirit, I told her, see, that's why I booked the flight. I don't care. So, I make so my you, own birthday. So you, thought, you thought the you think the pies actually said, Oh, you get what you pay for? Here's a pie. No, no, people, people was on this flight, they were they were they were praying. They were like, they were praying, they were crying. This plane felt looked like it was geared to go down. Everybody had their phones out, like, oh, this is it. Hey, I feel you like didn't, there's, you I feel like there's a there's a system in the plane that gets you out of the turbulence and you tell them yeah, they said, fuck that. Yeah. Let's fly right into it. Yes. They, they know what they're doing. Well, uh, they know what they're doing. Well, they yeah. said no, so hopefully I shall not walk, but it's taken. She's not taking uh spirit. Yeah, she definitely shook her head yeah, vigorously. Too, uh, spirit. She definitely shook her head spirit. Southwest. Southwest and American. So Two one free bag. The other bag was like, I mean, the other flight was like thirty or something dollars. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, these those air those airline prices be making me want to do now, uh, now, first class. Now, going on to San Diego, or is you just going out there because it's San oh, Diego? My brother's birthday, so oh, okay. uh, Friday right. and come back on Monday. All right, all right. Now, now, Hannah, I got uh, two questions because I guess because <laughs> doing this podcast, I became a uh, I guess an Instagram stalker. <laughs> okay. Uh oh. No, 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 this is more about, so you, you said you travel a long distance to get the Yingling uh, Hershey Porter. Was it worth it? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I said I crossed the border. Crossed so the border. I, I live in Youngstown, and I went to Hermitage, PA, which is a 15-minute ah, okay. drive. 15 minute drive. Oh, but, Nowhere, yeah. I just said I crossed the board. I just joke around, but nowhere around here, no one had it. So I'm just like, when they came out with it last year, it was only on draft, and right. pretty much it sold out probably everywhere it was on draft. Yeah, so yeah. then when I saw someone posted they had it in a bottle, I was like, wait, when they do that, so I went to their Instagram page. And then, you know, you go to the website, they find it. And I was just like, and I called, I was like, I'm like, I'm not driving the Hermitage to search. And then I just called a couple places, and then uh, one person was like, "Yeah, we just got three cases in, and I got it from the gas station because <laughs> I just bought the whole case." I was just like, wow. "All right, whatever. Right. I'm, not com- I'm not coming back here." So yeah, true. Do you have to warm? Do you have to warm? Do porters taste better warmed up? I think I think so, but no, I mean, I- it's, to me, not as not as much as like a stout. Like because right. usually you yeah. get more flavors from a stout. A porter is just right. a baby stout. Like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like you just drink that cold, but that Hershey, like, it's good. Someone was like, it's very under. Someone posted like on um, one of the Facebook groups. I mean, they were like, I heard it was very underwhelming. I was like, if you're expecting a high ABV, yes. I was like, right. it's, on, it's under five, and I. Yeah. But, Ying, but Yingling is is a light ABV, so you shouldn't expect yeah. too much. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't expect but, too much, though. But I just like the flavor profile of it. Yeah, that and, chocolate so, is in there. That yeah. chocolate is in there. Well, the, shout out to uh, I think it was Tamara two weeks ago who said put the uh, peanut butter whiskey in there. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you tried it. You tried it. Oh, I tried it. <laughs> That's what's up. I'm willing to try that. And I don't even like peanut butter, so I'm no. really yeah. It was like it, it was like a uh, Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, okay. a... With alcohol in it. Woo, that ain't if that ain't some um, grown candy right there. Oh, it was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. but the second question really care. was now your handle is dope a dope the brand. What exactly does that does that mean? Um dope. Uh, dope is well, dope the brand is like because dope was already taken obviously on Instagram, so um, it stands for dope stands for dwelling on positive energy. Mm. Uh, so and it's kind of what I started here is like it wasn't even like a beer or wine movement, it was just me doing different things in our city, like events and get togethers, just for those like minded people. Either you're an entrepreneur, you're not, you're a young professional, old professional, but just for like the black community who wanted to stay positive because um, I don't know if you guys know much about Youngstown. We just have a bad rep. Our city It's yeah, like right. people, only people like we go from being known as like the steel Valley long on steel mills to when the steel mills died to us being like uh, all these people out of jobs because there's mm. no more steel mills. And then it's like, okay, people know us. If they don't know us from that, you know, us from us being like a mob city. So oh, it's really? like, yeah, huh. we are very, very big on mobs here. And it's only because of people always say our history is because Youngstown is a center point from New York City and in, in, uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's a, it was a center point. So back then when trains and different things were like were really prominent in our area, that's what it was known for. And then you go from that to being like, okay, you lost everything. People are moving to the suburbs. And then like the poor black people or something staying in the city, black on black crime. So it's just like something I started. I was like, my brother actually helped me think of the name. I told him, I was like, I wanted to, I already knew I wanted the acronym to be dope. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I was like, I needed to be something positive. And like Mm -hmm. five minutes later, my brother texted me back, dwelling on positive energy. And I was like, perfect. And so anything I do, that's the vibe you have to, you have to get. Like when we go out to breweries or we go out to restaurants, we go out to this. I always like try to hashtag dope because it's just it's just a positive vibe, and that's what we need, and that's what I try to represent me as myself, my character as a whole. So um, that's kind of what dope the brand. That's what dope the brand stands for. It's always positive. It's like, and I tell people like sometimes like if you're not feeling it. Like I'll send, like sometimes I, I tell people like I have like a tiny empath in me because if one of my friends, I can send something and I'm just like, I'll just send a shoot a text, like a positive text or something like that. I like, just remember that you're dope. But then sometimes in the morning I have to wake up and tell myself, and especially during this pandemic, I was like, yo, if I'm feeling down or depressed and that's something like in our community, we have to recognize. I'm like, yo, you're dope like be dope like this is what i tell myself all the time and then this is like but you need that positive reinforcement and then sometimes you have to give it even if you're i'm not feeling 100 percent or something like that and i know someone else is down i'm still shooting that out and i try to express that in my in my like in my social media at all times like it's just like someone always be like man you're always doing something you're always having fun i was like you only see it when I post. I was like, I'm usually just home and work every day. Like it's nothing like I'm not doing something, but if I'm out for the weekend, I'm going to for the weekend, you'll see that. You'll see that vibe. And just, again, like 
we have to keep that amongst each other, especially during these times, like with these like live podcasts and stuff that you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. These are something that keeps us going, keeps us motivated. Mm-hmm. And like I say, like when they weren't able to do their boat trip, it's still like, hey, don't get down about it. Like 2021, I'm there. Like yeah. I'm already said, let, right. let me book my $20 round trip. This book it now, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Go get it now. What month is this? One thing I can say about that $20, it'll start out as $20 when you're going in and logging into that <laughs> spirit. By the time they a la carte you, you up to $300. So don't even act like by the time you select your seat, you pay for that $80 bag for weighing 50, 50 but pounds. But that's the thing, Deb. That's the thing. Like Hannah, like Hannah said, you got to bring your carry you on. And put, you like, take whatever seat they give you. You I don't take buy whatever no seat. seat they give me. If yeah, you want to put me in a center, no. if you want to put me in a center, oh, hey, what's up? What's up? Right, right. You, you I'm like, I'm like, this yeah. is also too, like the love. I like, I was like, I'm going to Atlanta. So right. if I need to buy a toothbrush, it's like go. I'm like in the middle of nowhere. I was like, right. if I can't pack that toothpaste, Somebody you right. yeah. it is yeah. a, it is so, a science to travel so and being a minimalist. I, I learned it with spirit oh. and frontiers. So yes, yes. There's, a, there's a science with those. You're right. You're right. But what did yeah. you say, Ashana? I'm nowhere near a minimalist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, the, you know, the the women, the women in my, my the women in my life that are most important, my wife and next my mom. They don't know how to be minimalist. I bought my mom's suitcase after suitcase for uh, for Christmas and for her birthday. She's on her like third big rose gold big suitcase. My wife, she think that, you know, a, a weekend trip is equivalent to two weeks. I don't know what it's like. To, you know, I'm like, why do you need three outfits per, per, a, per day? Like, so, my, my brother is my brother my brother is watching this podcast right now and he's probably he's probably cringing right. because he'll come home for a visit and we're like hey we thought you were just here a week and he's like four bags <laughs> then he's like then he has a bag with like he'll bring like a box like he's really into like liquor liquors and stuff like that his cigars. He's like, he's like a pouch with like watches, his See? like accessories. I'm just like, then he was like, you gotta yeah. have a shoe bag. And so it's like, he's here, he's hearing me talk about, I'm like, all right, I'm going to take the pair of shoes I'm wearing. Yep. And, and then one more I pair. have a pair. I got two pairs. And, 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 and I built my outfits around that. Right. <laughs> roll up. You got to roll yes. up. You got to get them things super tight and come mm-hmm. with stuff inside the shoes. Yeah, definitely, definitely, people definitely. Probably thought I rolled joints back in the day. That's how tight. I'm with you. I had a question, but I lost it after that roll. <laughs> <laughs> that little <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, I did. I know what I, Hannah. I had a question. You know, being being as though that you're 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 in a brewery, um, and obviously make your own beer, wine, those kinds of things. I'm. I know. I feel like that a lot of us are big on you know reaching back, trying to again bring attract our our our, our folks into craft beer and just into this forum. Um, 
how would you, if you had to kind of fast forward to, let's say, years from now, how would you like to bring um, our youth and people that are kind of getting, you know, that are that are like maybe like similar, similar to like having like kind of like a trade? You know how people think of trades of carpentry, all that kind of stuff. Like, how could you um, use your expertise to kind of branch and or kind of be that olive branch into people that are like maybe not so, so serious about college, but they want to do a do a trade like craft beer. What yeah, and it's, it's kind of like too. I, it's funny that you said asked that question because like I've talked about. I have a few friends that are teachers or that are in um like they work in high schools, mm-hmm. uh, principals. Uh, and I was we were talking like again before again the pandemic all that hit. Um, last year, we were the one school that I graduated from that I'm an alumni of. One of my friends asked me to kind of be like one of those entrepreneur type of uh, people that came in on during that career week that they had. Yep. And I was just like, and I was kind of like, I was like, are you sure you want me? Right. I was like, I'm coming in here talking about beer, beer wine and stuff to like young kids. Yeah. Service industry. Yeah, but then I was like, I thought about it, and I was like, maybe I wish someone like that would have came in on like a career day. Yeah, when I was younger. Yeah, because, it could have started your career off faster. Yeah, and it's like, mm-hmm. like you said, it's like almost like a trade. It was like when I again, I graduated in two thousand, so a trade back then when people talked, they were like, if you went to a trade school, people were like, oh, uh, you're not smart enough for real college. You weren't right, this. Right. And today oh, at thirty eight, I was like, I wish I went to a trade. I was like. Yeah. Because I was like, I wouldn't have the student debt that I had and different things like that. And it would be a different ball game. Sure. Uh, but then also, it's like I'm appreciative of it, too. So I don't regret anything. But right. it was like something that we're working on. So it's like I talk, I try to not really like I've never haven't talked to like an underage person truly about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've talked to some of my friends who have kids who are early 20s, um, things like that. And one of my friends, her son wants me to show him how to make wine, how to make cider. And he lives in Columbus. And I was just like, hey, once I get this license going, Columbus is a location. Yeah. I was like, my heart is always Youngstown. It, and this is where I would love for it to start. But if it booms in Columbus, I'm okay with that. I was like, so just be ready. Like, we'll be ready to start this. So I'm definitely... If, if people who are in that um, in that field that can invite me into a high school or something like that, obviously I'm gonna bring samples or anything like that. <laughs> but I would love to talk to them that, and I think that's that's a spark in people's interest, like my age, older, even younger, when they see like when us doing what we're doing as enthusiasts, as brewers, as people in the industry, especially beer, because of our thought process of beer. When you say, hey. I do this in beer and there people look at you weird and they're like, Hey, I was like, there's a craft to it. Like there's a difference. Something just popped into my head. Like as you mentioned early on in the beginning of this segment, you know, beer being a science, right? It's science, right? I could see things like this being like, what's wrong with it being at a science fair? You know what I mean? mean, I was thinking, I was thinking when she brings in the, when you talk, you said you got the high school background with kids, like you should be in high school science classes Yes. Given those that that career fair, yeah, because exactly. I love science and I never knew hey, that Rob, Rob, Rob is clutching. Ain't nobody worry about. Ain't nobody worry about Rob. <laughs> he clutches pearls all the time. 
He well, grabbed I'm, I'm sure it's about the, the alcohol. They probably be like, eh. no, nah, you don't bring no alcohol. She just said, I'm not bringing no samples. You can't bring no samples. It's also it's just about learning that there's something else to do with science. Right, right. Like I everybody think you gotta be a doctor or you gotta be in a in an actual lab to be a scientist, but you're a Hannah, you're a scientist. Like all the brewers at your place are scientists. Like you ladies, y'all testing beers and you can taste the beer and know mm -hmm. what's going on in the beer. Y'all down there in Atlanta, y'all scientists. Because yeah. like, you know, to your point, Lou, like I know, like I, I've worked in manufacturing all for the last two, almost 20 years now. And the one thing that helped me, even though I've got a business degree and background, what used to always help me is when they would get in front of a room of people and tell me the scientific process of how they, you know, uh, would activate a catalyst and get it to this degree mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. get it to make kerosene or to make, you know, gasoline and make all these variations of stuff. I wouldn't know that because I didn't go to school for it, but it helped me just mm -hmm. to see illustrations of it and be like, Oh man, this is what actually happens in the process inside of yeah. this burner or inside of this or whatever. And then it got me to support, you know, what they were doing. So yeah, and it could also lead to other things that people aren't thinking about. I was like, I feel like an, another component that we're missing as a community, as a black community, that we're missing out on of multiple millions of dollars is the money the people spend in grain, malt, right. like that farming component, as well as hops. Right. I was right. like. Hops in grain so and malt. Let me get a part of land. Of I'm trying to get some land. <laughs> and it's, it is like crazy. Like one of my friends, she like reached out to me, um, probably last year. She's like, "Hey, I I have hops on this piece of land that I have that grows, and they wow. just grow and die." Wow. And, and so I told her, I was like, "You know what? I was like, that is not my like area of expertise." But I was like, because like. I've met people in this industry who we, when we do our fresh hop season, mm -hmm. I've met farmers. I was right. like, they are, they would be more than willing to come and show us or show you how mm -hmm. to string them up, how yeah. to get that Cultivate land. Them and harvest and, them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. we're missing out on other things again. I, and almost farming is a science to me. Like, yep. yeah, I, definitely is. Tied to this industry. Like what's that one show? I, it's called Ozark where they had the poppy seed field. Mm -hmm. uh, favorite show of mine but you know the, you know just by having that land you know they they make they make millions and they, they showing you that kind of stuff uh you know not subliminally but it, it's happening you know mm -hmm. it's everywhere it's all around us and if you can you so somehow get into this space just beyond you know what you how you were introduced to it the, yeah. the limit yeah and i was I like I, said, I was like i definitely that is something i am looking forward to Again, like our kids right now, they're not in school. So I'm mm -hmm. not thinking, I'm not sure if they're going to go back in 2021, but mm -hmm. it's definitely on the table for them. But it's to me, it's like, that's something to truly talk about and to bring it uh, to light to kids. Like it's more than just like right now, it's just not that 40, 40, 40 plan, you know, right. anymore. That, that should have been dead with, with, us, our, with millennials. Absolutely. That should have been dead, but that's, what we were taught. So I was like, I feel now like we need to teach these kids now that you don't need a college degree. You don't need this like That's trade. Yeah. yeah. Like again, like this, I like someone called it one time, like an industry disruptor. Mm. And that's what we are considered. We're industry disruptors because again, all of our fields that we do, we're the minority still. Like yep. I'm in a male white dominated field Yep. for me to be the only black female brewer at this level. 
and not taken from anybody who is an Ohio home brewing, like, but to work professionally in this industry mm-hmm. and be the only black female, that says a lot. Yep. And then too, and then it's like not taken away from the Pink Boot Society because I think that's an awesome movement. But again, if I joined the Pink Boot Society right now, I would be the only female person of color probably in the local um, chapter. So, it, you know, it's still tough. But yeah. I think everybody here, our importance is like people are seeing this. Like kids, like I said, even if it's not like high school age, like my friend's son who's like 22, 23, he's interested. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, this is, he's interested. And that's what we need. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, we need more people like that. And then maybe 10 years from now, the industry could possibly be a little bit more level. Like yeah. with, because we have a lot to offer yeah. in this in this industry. Right. So it's all about giving the, the generation that comes behind us more options than what we had. Like you said earlier, trade school was looked down, frowned upon in early 2000s, late 90s. And now it seems like at least four to five of us on this podcast wish that we had went to a trade school for something. Right. You know what I mean? So it, right. it's just about a matter of showing everybody, younger kids and younger generations, like, yo, you can do whatever you want. Like you see that person, you want to do their job, ask them. Ask them uh-huh. what they did to get to their position because most of us aren't what we wanted to be when we were younger or like we our, our careers are not right. that we checked that box off simply because we wanted to get to that next level right Absolutely. we didn't want to be shut yeah. out that was yeah, like you got like hannah you got your mba and you don't use that at all but you had to get your mba in order because that's what you thought you needed yeah. to do to, but now you're a brewer i'm just like <laughs> man i was like I can't even probably sell my NBA on eBay if I wanted to. <laughs> Yo, like, nah, you're gonna have to pay somebody to take it. You have to pay somebody to take it. Somebody take this. Right. Two years of my, I was like, and I honestly, when I got my NBA, I was like, it took me two years. I was like, really? I was like, this was easier than undergrad. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Undergrad, I was just like, I was just surprised I was able to get into the school of business right, for right, English. Right, because you look at my undergrad, when, when certain jobs ask me to send my transcripts, I just sent my graduate transcripts. Right. <laughs> I was like, That's the last, the last school I, I went was to. Like, this is truly the. I was like, you don't want to see those undergrad. I was yeah. like, because we, were, I would joke and say like, you know, people. My best friend is super smart. She's a medical doctor. She graduated our valedictorian, like stuff like that. So, you know, how people graduate, they like summa cum laude, like all that. I was like, I graduated, thank you, Lottie. Like, like, it it was a struggle, but then I also went to a party school. So that was (laughs) well. Hey, no, they say you appreciate it more when you start paying for it. You know, it, you know, it, it, a lot, a lot of components change your, you know, perspective on it. It's like as yeah. the older you get and you get in that bill every month, you're like, yo, I, I got to buckle down. Like, yo, I'm paying this. I'm yeah. paying this uh, you know, ain't no reimbursement happening here. I was like, what if these hackers would stop going into like cash apps and stuff like that and go to Sally May or somebody? Right. Hack <laughs> hey, my loans. Yeah. <laughs> you help the poor people. You taking my little coins. You right. taking my little coins from my cash app, but yet you won't right. take these big dollars. Like just delete. Right. Just hit delete. That's all I ask delete. you. Just That's hit all. delete. Wipe hey, out. black black brew babes. Was there anything in your careers that led y'all to? what you guys are doing for your community down in Atlanta? Well, um, I've been, well, I went to school for fashion merchandising. So 
that plays a part into my eye for us taking the pictures and stuff that we do as mm -hmm. far as, like the ingredients and how I want to see it set up and what I think will appeal to the eye. So I would say um, that has helped in that range of things um, as far as, you know, beer is involved. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> now, I, I had a question. Now, have, have uh, Ali and uh, Ajana, have you tried, have you homebrewed? Have y'all tried brewing? Not, not yet. Mm -hmm. We've been with a couple of our homebrewer friends, and we've been there to, um, like, assist and learn the background of it. Um, this was at least before COVID. So, yeah, we went and um, were able to, like, get behind the scenes, like, learn some information about, like, how they do it. And, you know, there is one set of friends who has, like, a whole setup, like, in his garage. And then there's another guy who homebrews on his stove. So, we're like, wow, you are, like, so on it. Like, <laughs> because we know, like, the temperature and keeping up with this and keeping up with that. Like, there's a lot to it. So, yeah. if you do it out your kitchen, like, you are on it. And then we tried some of your actually we're drinking one of his um, stouts now. And we're just like, sir, your carbonation is perfect on this bottle. Like, it did not splurt out like another homebrew that we tried before. So it's like you know what you're doing, and it makes you more proud and excited to see like what else they will have come. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. I like learned the hard way because, like I said, I told said earlier I never homebrewed, and um, I was with a local um, homebrew store uh, here called the Pump House. He, if you want to homebrew, you can do it at his shop. He'll help you out. Okay. I was like, hey, I never homebrewed before, so let's do it. I didn't realize, like, so when it was time, once the beer was done, it was done fermenting, I'm like, hey, let's get this carb this up. And he was like, oh, we do this, we add this to it, and it carbs in the bottle. Right. I'm so used to carbonation being done in the fermenter, straight to keg or something like that. And mm -hmm. he was just like, he was like, yeah. He's like, when you go in the bottle, you add this, and it takes a, an additional two to right. three weeks for his card and I was ready wow. to drink the beer now. I was like <laughs> oh, so now you're telling me I need to put on my wine making hat and I gotta wait three more it. weeks <laughs> to drink this and he's like and make sure it's at room temperature not too cold and I was just like so it was it was eye opening to me like I have so much respect for home brewers like you said because like going for someone who has a setup in their garage to seeing someone set up in, on the stove mm -hmm. that's yeah. Another another question in terms of uh, in terms of the the Atlanta beer scene. Now, have y'all done a lot of collaborations with the Atlanta beer scene in terms of uh, what y'all are doing with the, with the uh, your, your Black uh, Brew Babes uh, mission? Um, we have not done anything officially yet. Um, we were supposed to actually have our own brew on the pool. <laughs> um, and that was going to be like a special thing that we wanted what to do. What style was it going to be? A stout. No. But yeah. <laughs> but I think it was like in May or something. So that'd be something light and refreshing. Right? Because Ashana's an all-season stout lady. <laughs> we had to go off of like what they could produce as well in different okay. years. Um, yeah, and the time frame. Yeah, we're gonna do a pale ale. Okay. But, but yeah, yeah. So that was our big goal. Like we had so many big goals for that uh, boat. Right. So twenty twenty one. Yes. 
So yeah. it's a major thing that we do want to do. We do want to brew our own brew. Um, as far as after that, I think we're playing it by ear as far as COVID goes. Like yeah. what right. goes, we really put our hands in because we want to be there every step of the way. So mm-hmm. if we were to do that with the brewery or whoever right now, there would be too many limitations just because we know everyone's trying to be safe and clean and those kind of things. So yeah. we gotta wait until it's like open up, up and like they're not gonna mind us being there, coming in whenever to actually like touch it, see it, take notes. I, I like uh, to everything. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, would you guys, would you guys, you guys work so hard or so much, it seemed like with uh, local home brewers. Would you ever consider just collabing with a home brewer to I, do it? That, that would be our first preference. Well, mm. told us before, you know, oh, you know, black is beautiful. This would be the perfect time for you to collaborate with a brewery. Like, this is the moment. It's like, we get it, but we don't want to use that as our opportunity to collab with a big brewery. One, because it feels like, it kind of feels like, oh, I have black friends. We don't want it to be right. that kind of situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, Collaborated with a black gay couple, like women. Like, well, we'd rather keep it in yeah. our community. So, because we do know black home brewers, we might as well keep it with them, give yeah. them where it is, and them. give them the exposure, all of that. It makes more sense. I so like that. We have at least like two people in mind that we can still do something with. And um, it was one that we were working with for the vote party. We were going to help us with that. So, it's just us. Feeling more comfortable with COVID and like going over to someone's house and you know those right. things again. So. Yeah, because uh, I've been looking at it. I've been looking at uh. IG, I thought uh, Atlanta was open. <laughs> open, open. <laughs> you already know. You already know it was one of the first that reopened. So. Not, not that much. Like, we go to certain things on certain spur of the moments where we're in our mask and different things like that. And even then, People still be like, all right, it's been a little right. time ago. So Atlanta, Atlanta was popping by June 15th. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they were trying to reopen immediately. It seemed like earlier than that, man. Yo. They was out. Yeah, Atlanta and Florida, they was tripping. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, Ohio's yeah. not any better. We back spike enough. And then so we are again, we are thinking like Hey, our governor may call for another shutdown. Like right. we are still not at a hundred percent capacity. They just shut down. It was some European country. I want to say Paris, mm-hmm. like France, that they shut them down for three, four weeks because it's it's spiking again. Mm-hmm. Gotta be careful. Be safe and vote, guys. Yeah. Be safe and vote. Right. Even though um, I'm having a lot of fun, I can't uh, stay too much longer. I got a conflict that actually requires me to drop off. So I won't be able to do the uh, two truths and a lie. If you guys get to that, um, Ali, Hannah, and Ashana, as well as my fellas, I, I uh, enjoyed this time. I gotta hop off, but uh, hey, look, keep keep me posted. I'm following you guys, and uh, I'll make sure to you know keep in touch and, and, and support what you guys have going on always. Well, I just wanted to let you know too before you hop off that yeah. we, they were talking about Black is Beautiful. We actually just brewed it two weeks ago. Oh, so nice. I will definitely shoot you guys off like a a text or a message, uh, yeah. letting you know because we will be canning it. Like we, um, kind of we 
I paired up with a local artist who did some amazing artwork for the can. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. So hopefully we're looking to release it maybe the uh, first few weeks in November. Okay. Because uh, I'm planning on adding something to it, yep. not just keep yeah. the original recipe. Yeah. So I, I love a pastry shop, just so y'all know. Okay. So, uh, so right now it's sitting at nine and a half percent. So okay. Okay. definitely. And then we're supporting a local uh, nonprofit called uh, United Returning Citizens who they help people, ex-felons, return into the community. So uh, so that's who our proceeds are going to. So definitely we're like... Yeah, with that being said, um, we, we may need to revitalize a uh, segment that we used to call Brew Drop, where we would do can releases. And maybe this is the time that, you know, I get a side interview with you that we can post and just talk about that actual can release, even though Black is Beautiful has been already on, but yeah. it's specific to, you know, Bruising Banner podcast. I can get on and kind of ask you, you know, why, you know, what spin you put on it. And you can talk a little bit more about uh, how you guys are giving back to the community. Definitely. We love that. All right. Awesome. Um, all right. Um, and then we were four. Qu- <laughs> um, five. Well, four I did, or five. I I saw the square. No. Okay. <laughs> well, they they are a unit, so it's one. Yes. <laughs> there you um, go. Yeah, I, I got you. I understood. Um, Hannah, I did have one more question for you because um, we had Mickey on here last week. Yeah, and you also affiliated with uh, Black Brood Youngstown, correct? Yes. Um. Mickey, she is from Youngstown. Yeah. Uh, right, so right, she right. and she started uh Black is Brew Chicago. So we loved everything that she did, like the whole component of promoting diversity, the learning component of it. And I was just like, and that's something like I kind of was doing, just like I said, introducing your friends and stuff to it, but I really didn't have like a name behind it. It was like, hey, try this, I'll bring this over. We try. So then I just was talking to her. And then when she comes home to visit, we go out, we have some beers, stuff like that. And then we were just like, hey, we need a chapter here. And she was like, and then she had other people tell that to her. So the last year in November, we launched Black and Black and Brew Youngstown. And she also launched with some family members in Cleveland, Black and Brew Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, so we did that. And then again, like when 2020 came and we were like, we had all these things planned, right. uh, you know, the pandemic, uh, you know, shut us down for it. Uh, but yeah, so she, like, we just had our, one of our, our meeting the other day too, just talking about different things like, Hey, especially with the release of our black is beautiful at modern methods, uh, just tying that diversity, that black and brew Youngstown into it because, um, a local brewery uh, called um, Noble Creature here in Youngstown. They're actually in downtown Youngstown. Really cool spot. They converted an old church into a brewery. Hmm. Uh, they released their um, Black is Beautiful probably a couple weeks ago. And I just put out on our Facebook, uh, hey, let's just come support. They're donating to two amazing organizations that's helping the cause. And it was just, it was a nice, a nice crowd of people that showed up to support. And again, it was people who did not drink beer and they even bought like growlers to take home. They were like, we really don't drink, but we want to support. We want to support the cause, everything like that. So it was just like, um, like a nice thing. But it's again, this is like just promoting diversity. Like mm-hmm. when, when we did our first event for black and brew Youngstown at that same brewery, 
um, it was funny because like we just joke around. It was like, and the owner Ira, he's him and his wife are probably like two of the most amazing people that I ever met. And they were just like, "Hey, what do you need? What do you want? Like, we love this." And uh, so we went. He gave us a. They're like in their small. We were in the basement. He gave us a tour. He talked about everything. We tried beers. And we were just joking when we came up from the basement where the production space was and the people saw like 40, 50 black people <laughs> come out the basement. We were just like, they were just looking like, hey, where y'all come from? We know like these people were here. So it was just like, sometimes it's funny to see people's reactions when they see people of color in a black, I mean, in a, in a craft brew place. But to see is, and sometimes they're just used to seeing one or two. But to see forty of us, numbers mean something, and people know like our dollars mean something too. Like if you do more of these, more of these things, or you you're more intentional, or organizations are like like what Black Root Babes do and things like that. Other Black Black and Blue Chicago, you have to be intentional for these things and make collaborations. And it's not. I know um, Mickey said something like, "Don't use me." to get people in there but if but then you also right. you can also sense people's true selves sometimes like you can tell if they're trying to use you or if you can tell they're sincere and it's just like if you are reaching out to me or if you're reaching out to anybody to come out we can in a sense sense that and i i truly feel like we we know just based off of our everyday life experience like when someone's trying to use us or not so it's just like I've been reached out by people in places and people have expressed so interest, a lot of interest, but they're also genuine about it because one of the things that has come up in some of our meetings with like Ohio Craft Brewers Association, they don't know how to reach out to the black community. It's like they don't want it to be like, hey, we need black people, we want black people, but then they're asking like someone like me and maybe one other person like how do we do it but then that's also like a harder thing to answer because I don't know how I can answer that but like I don't know how you can attract us other than like it again like maybe I asked you guys like how do you guys like when you are faced with a situation like that if someone approaches you or a brewery or something like that to get Black people, like, how do you, if they ask you, like, hey, we want to reach out, but we don't know how, like, how do we do it? It, It's it's hard, again, because being, like, almost a solo person in the state, it's, I don't have the, I don't have the answer for every Black person or every brewery or something like that. So it's definitely hard, but um, starting this with with, uh, Mickey it 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 definitely helps because you were saying definitely we are pr- supporting diversity in craft beer, and we want to learn. We just don't want you to bring us in there to take our dollars. We want you to teach us or to expand our palates, to do a beer school, to do something, and to again. Then this is how you get people to come into your brewery. All right? Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely is a. Uh difficult uh i guess converse, <laughs> not conversation but in terms of just bringing it, i think more of it has to be just about dialogue and trying to bring in 
as many voices uh, as we as we can. Um, yeah. we were, like, I mean, before COVID, we were going through an event in some of the brewery throughout um, uh, Delaware, just in terms of having an educational portion of that, um, having like a community nights, because a lot of these breweries are in uh, pretty much black neighborhoods uh, a lot of times, um, but they don't really cater to uh, uh, the community. So we're just doing more of that in terms of being more events that that have more the educational component. A lot of times that's what it's missing um, because folk, black folks only think about, uh, you, some of them only think about in terms of beer, they might only think like uh, Bud Light. And so they don't really yeah. understand the craft part of it. So I think a lot of that is education um, and doing that and reaching out and actually being actively reaching out in the community. You just can't say, well, we're here, but that don't mean, just because you're there doesn't mean you're feeling welcome because when you go in there and, and everybody don't look like you, not not the staff, not the uh, patrons, you'd be like, uh, oh, I think for me, I'm out. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's right. like Noble Creature, the brewery I was just talking about in Youngstown, they actually, to me, made a bold statement. They, they put a new thing on their door with their times and stuff, but their sign says, welcome to the creature, no racist, sexist, or homophobic turds permitted beyond this point. They call them turds. He called them turds. I like that. He said, and it's printed permanently on their door. And I was like, that that says a lot to uh, me yeah, that, and yeah. so many things. Again, because looking at your clientele that may come in there, they don't look like us. You're right, right, right. And he's telling you flat out, you're not welcome here. And right. I think a lot more places should right. make statements like that if they truly feel that way. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And so, just so you know, like, hey, we are we are open to everybody, and it's just, and I I thank them. It was like, you know, I was like, I love that. Like when you're being extra about something, like, it's just like you put it on their door. It's not just like, hey, we made a Facebook post, we made an Instagram post. No, we right. made it permanent. So when you swing that door open every time you walk in here, this is what you see, and this is how you feel. We don't need your dollars. Right. So. That's what's up. Shout out to them then, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Um, uh, that's my game show music. Sounds like we had oh. to uh, at a hockey rink. <laughs> uh, welcome to Two Truths and a Lie, uh, where each contestant tells two truths, one lie, and everyone else has to guess <laughs> which one is the lie. Uh, Lou, would you like to start, Lou? Sure, I'll go. I'll go. No problem. Uh, the I got two truths and a lie, and we got to guess the what? Guess the, the lie? lie? Okay, all right. It took me uh, five and a half years to finish college. Um, I My favorite class in college was Intro to Opera. I got an A+. And you said two truths and a lie? Yes. All right. Let me find something else. Uh, <laughs> Let's find uh, I bought my I bought my first car with my graduation money from high school. Okay. Um, Took me five uh, and a half years to graduate college. My favorite class was Intro to Opera. I got an A plus, and I bought my first car when I was eighteen with my graduation money. Okay. The awkward is a lie. You got to do it. <laughs> Allie, that's messed up. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. The class, I think. I don't think that exists. 
Okay. <laughs> don't even exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Uh, what about you, Anna? Uh, I might say the opera. I might say you got you ain't get no A. <laughs> God damn, y'all you like probably didn't even show up majority first, of the time. For first that. of all, first of all, <laughs> definitely took me five and a half years to go to college. Uh that shit was hard. Um <laughs> And I did get an A plus, motherfuckers. Uh, I love that class. That's that's the only class that wasn't hard. I went every day. Well, that, maybe that was your calling. You missed your calling then. I know. I can't sing though. I couldn't sing. I was, look, if I'd have had somebody to come in and say, "Hey, you don't have to sing to be in opera. There's other things that you can do in this opera game." Maybe I would be in opera. But yeah, I did. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get my first card till I was like 22. Mm. Okay. So. The- so the lie was, I forgot what the, the car. car. What was the, the lie? Car. The car. The, the car. car. Oh, we were all around. 18, 22. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, t- uh, who would like to go next? Allie? I'll go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, Ashana, you need to be quiet. <laughs> you, can't, you can't answer. You can't answer because you better know. You, you better know. <laughs> we don't want to cause no problems. Right, exactly. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. So I saved a life before. I went skydiving for my birthday last year and I'm a baby of my family. Uh, the lie is to save a life. I'm going to say the baby of the family is the lie. Is the lie. I know. Mm, baby of the family? Yeah, bye. You all alone. Skydiving? <laughs> you went skydiving on your birthday? That was a lie? See, you were so specific when you said last year. I was like, oh, she's going to Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I for sure that was it. Yeah, I, I knew she was skydiving. <laughs> right. Would you but, ever like, go skydiving, Allie? I'm not sure. One of my really good friends, he went skydiving. Mm-hmm. Last month for his uh, birthday, and mm-hmm. by the way, his parachute was tied. When they pulled the string, it like cut off his circulation. So like, oh no, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was his circulation was cut off before he even got up in the air. No, he was in the air. The only thing he remembers is like maybe the first minute or so where they were like taking pictures on the camera, and then. Next he passed out. out. Oh, he, he passed, passed out? out. He passed yeah. out. Oh my gosh! No, no. <laughs> See, that's when that's when you regret signing a waiver. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> like, it was the fault of the person that he uh that was on his back. So that person uh-huh. was but luckily he didn't die. But he said he was so. wow. That, yeah, see, I'm out. I'm good. Mm-hmm. No, I feel like they, they gotta give me my money back. Right. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I shouldn't okay. have to pay for strangulation in the air. You should be able to right. unless that's what you like. Something I don't remember. Ask <laughs> uh, <have> something new. I <laughs> <Right. laughs> oh, shine our, our uh, Hannah. All right, me. I, okay, I forgot. <laughs> me. I shine. I'm trying to think of. Think yeah, of, I think yeah, she's I'm trying to pass. Trying. She's trying to pass. She's trying to get out of it. Uh, I'm trying to think hard. <laughs> oh man. Two truths and a lie. Two truths. Hannah, you had a two hours. I had two. I had no. I had longer when he right. sent me to. I'm, look, I'm giving you the benefit. <laughs> I'm trying to this, say you. This is the agenda. <laughs> okay, here we. Uh, let's see. I. That's a lie. Oh, that is a lie. Yeah. Come, <laughs> come back to me. Come on, give, me give me one more minute. All right. <laughs> go ahead, Rob. I, all right, I'll go. I'll give. Uh, 
everybody a little little time. Uh, two <laughs> truths and a lie. Uh, I won a, stri- a a spring break trip from a soda company during the tug of war competition. That is not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I wa- I was in ballet uh, when I was little. And bunk bed, a bunk bed. <laughs> you injured yourself or... falling off a bunk bed. The first one is the lie. The first Hello. one is the lie. Yeah, that's what I think. Okay, everybody Ooh. else. I the first <laughs> I'll go with the first one too. I'm going with the last one. I'm going the ballet is a lie. Everything else is true. Oh. <laughs> I, I wanted you to. Ballet. I wanted. I wanted you to do at least one semester of ballet. So bad. <laughs> that that would have been great. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. But I did win a uh, a trip to uh, Cancun by Surge. I don't even know Surge. They still make Surge. They still make Surge. surge. That the orange grape, the orange or the citrus soda. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Ew. They had a uh, tug of war competition that, uh, in New York. <laughs> and you won. How was the trip? Yeah. The trip was great. Trip it was, was good. Okay. It was a good time. Good. It was Cancun. Good. It was Cancun night when, when TLL and stuff like that, when they had the spring break joints at MTV. Oh, yeah. I it was we just, live. We had just missed that day, that week, though, I think. So we, they weren't there. Conven- conveniently. Still... Conveniently, they sent you the week after TRL left. Right. Now, Hannah. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Two. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Let's see. I love strippers. My favorite candy is Twizzlers. And I mm, I got I'm That's trying to think what I want to use. This is not the yeah, she, de- she definitely loves strippers. <laughs> who, who doesn't? Who, who doesn't? doesn't? Right. Right. If they say they don't, they lying. They, you think they lying? <laughs> yeah, they lying if they say they don't. Oh, man. And then the other one is that I... Uh, I don't know. What's my lie? Never mind. I can't play this game. <laughs> there it is. That one I right there. I can't too much. That right there is your lie. Two truths. That's it. I love Twizzlers two and truth. I love Strippers. <laughs> right, two truths exactly. and I don't know. <laughs> Who doesn't and love uh, naked I, gymnasts? I mean, I can't. Right. I can't, and I can't. Lie. Like a, a pole ballet, a pole with a ballet. That's great. Right. Mine is that's, three that's unless, unless it was Rob on yeah. the pole doing it ballet. Is three truths. I can't lie. So that's. that's <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I am not good at that. So I can't play this game. <laughs> All right. Okay. Hi, Sean. Okay. You got one? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. Two years school. Um, I saved a life and I cheated in college. Did y'all save a life together? <laughs> Absolutely. So her, her must be true then. <laughs> she wants to save the life. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the save a life. What'd you say, Rob? Yeah, I'm going to go with save a life too, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> a chair in college, that, that seemed believable. She's right. <laughs> where'd, you go to, where'd you go to college? <laughs> 
Oh, she definitely cheered in college. No, she... yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. They have a football team. No. Just a basketball no, team. No, they got no. a track team. You asked a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was it? We waiting on you to give you a game. Oh. <laughs> you know, I was trying to, I was writing down some questions. I want to replay it. I got something for y'all. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> but I will have to say uh, cheered in college. All right. What is it, Ashana? <laughs> they were all trees. I didn't have it live. What? Uh, what is the what is the gong sound? Can't lie either. <laughs> it's color ice ice. All right, I'm ready to replay though. Oh, okay, Hannah, you I want another it. turn? Yes, I get another turn. I'm ready. I've been drinking. It's y'all fault. <laughs> All right. I got you. My favorite ice cream is butter pecan. I I have a fur baby. And I've been vegan for four years. Flavor ice cream is better pecan. Fur babies and, and vegan sounds because I think it actually says uh, on your Instagram says something about plants. <laughs> Plant life. Oh man, I was gonna say she eat meat. Uh, I guess not. <laughs> so, so I think it's the uh, the first one. Butter pecan. Butter. You, you can't you can't stand butter pecan. Yeah, you no. like a strawberry lady. You a strawberry woman. My favorite ice cream is butter pecan. <laughs> I do have a fur baby. Oh. I've what been kind? vegetarian for four years. Oh. What, uh, what kind of what kind of oh there it is. Oh, there he is. Oh, yeah. Pitbull, Nova. It's a girl. Oh, that's sneaky though. She's vegetarian, vegan. <laughs> vegetarian, vegan. There's a difference. There's a difference. I know there's a difference, but that that was uh yeah. That was slick. <laughs> I, I needed some time to think. Yeah, and, I like, yeah. and I heard her out there. And I was you needed like, some oh, time. You needed, needed another to... chance. You needed a I second needed... chance. You yeah. needed a lot of stuff, Hannah. I needed a lot. So. Yeah. <laughs> thank you guys for giving me that opportunity to play this game twice. You know. Yeah, that's, that's what we right. did. We, we are a podcast of second chances. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. I should have said my dog likes beer, and that's a truth. So. Oh, oh. <laughs> she oh, helps me judge. She helps me judge beers. <laughs> yeah, do not tell Peter that. Do not oh. tell Peter that. Peter, don't come get me. Don't Peter don't care about uh, you. They care about the dog. She, yeah, they chose right. to. They don't care right. about um, All right. Any, any more questions <laughs> before we uh, wrap up this beautiful episode? Episode ninety three. Anyone have had uh, any? You have any more episode? I mean, uh, a question, Lou. No, I'm good. Thank you, ladies, for coming on. I always appreciate it. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, I want to thank uh, Hannah and uh, Ali and Aishana for coming on. Thank you, guys. Uh, but before we always go, we like to uh, ask everybody where people can find you if they want to follow follow your journey and craft beer, uh, or just follow you in, in general. Uh, how can people find find you? We'll start with uh, uh, Ali and Aishana. You can follow us on Instagram at Black Brewbags. That's P L K B R E W D A G S. And you can All follow right. me on, on on Instagram at Dope the Brand. D O P E T H E B R A N D. Hello. Uh, for Devin, uh, was it Devin underscore? The, <laughs> just follow Devin. Just follow the Bruising Banner podcast. We'll get to Devin. Uh, for all your beer needs, you can follow me at Lou Belgium. 
I am on them Instagrams. Uh, yo. <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome, 302 Yoda, to the podcast. I was listening, but I wasn't, you know. But you were me. You were, you were traveling. Yeah, I was traveling. Yeah, just say that. <laughs> but I was listening, too. I was listening. Right, I saw, As the, I was I saw the comment. Yeah. Yeah. So shut up, Lou. No. Um, nope. Never gonna do that. <laughs> you, can find, you can find me on Instagram at three hundred two Yoda and on Instagram and Facebook at at uh, Delaware on Grind. All right, and you can find Bruising Banter Podcast at Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and you can say Alexa, play Bruising Banter Podcast because we are on Amazon Music as well. And uh, you can also watch us on YouTube or Facebook. Uh, yeah, we're there too. And remember, uh, you can go to www.bruisingbanter if you like some of this good old merch. <laughs> um, I got one of them too. I got that same one. Yeah. And uh, you can find, if you want to follow me, Rob G, at my new handle, Rob G. Yes. It's the third one in three months. This one is actually got, easier to That boy say. got branding issues. He got branding issues. Yo, that was way easier for him to remember, though. You think so? Right. You think so? Yeah, yeah, it is. See how Yoda. easy it came out? Let's, let's wait till next week. I got let's it. Let's wait till next week. It'll either be <laughs> changed. It don't, mm. it don't have any underscores and all that. <laughs> exactly. That's what was messing you up, Rob. Right? Exactly. <laughs> it was. Underscores is doing it. He'd be like Rob G uh, uh, underscore. Uh, what's after the underscore? Yeah, I'm at the BPP. <laughs> Please yeah, don't so. add any underscores. <laughs> yeah, so, so I got rid of yeah, underscores. Devin, Devin has like six good. of them. Devin has like yeah, six underscore, underscores. Uh, underscores don't work. It's not. Even, it don't flow out the mouth. Yeah, underscore. Under, underscore. Yeah. It's like four, three syllables. That's too much. Yeah. But it's harder to that. find the underscore when you're looking for it. You're like, is this the dash or is this the underscore? I don't mm -hmm. know. Right. Right. It's harder. Yep. And some people say it different. They they don't say dash. They mean underscore. It's a whole thing. Right. And remember, as always, <laughs> rate, rate and review. Subscribe. Uh, until uh, next time, this is episode 93. Please Peace. vote, everyone. Yes. Vote Democrat. Vote. vote. Yep. And have a great week. Yes. <laughs> you heard me, Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Thank you, Hannah. See right. you soon. Thank you. All right, fellas. Have a great week.